Welcome to Confronting the Muse, where I, Kilkelly, along with my trusty companions here at the famous Gold Watch Berlin, delve into the deepest recesses of an artist's mind and feast on the delicious gooey insights we find there about creation. Making art is often a solitary and strange affair, with the end result so often feeling as if your hands went about the making of it, completely unbeknownst to your conscious mind. As if anything good you ever did just fell out as you were somewhere else, in the nether regions of the psyche perhaps, next to the vending machines. Here we intend to overturn the stone of creation and examine any and all the creepy crawlies we find wiggling about inside, asking our artists to present two pieces of their work, one which came from a strict notion or idea they held in their conscious mind. The other piece we asked them to present is of a murkier origin, where the artist themselves is not exactly sure how or why it came about. It's these pieces artists so often attribute to the muses. With that in mind, in a moment we're going to welcome our first ever guest to Confronting the Muse podcast, Michael Brinkworth. Thank you. 
we're back. But, but yeah, that was like just, uh, well, maybe I should leave that story for another time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, you'll know, you guys back playing yeah. at home will never know That's right. what we were talking about. It's quite sordid. Uh, <laughs> sordid. <laughs> sordid later. Right. All right, man. So thanks very much for playing uh, a song. You played two, but they'll hear the second song after. That's what's going to happen. The magic they just of heard one of them. Lagoria. You mm. just played that. I I already told you how much I love this song. It's beautiful. But this one, this one, you had an idea behind it, or it came from somewhere that you're not too sure of. Which one does this fall into? Uh, it definitely came from somewhere I'm not sure of. Uh, it definitely was like one of those big pencil in the sky moments, as Towns Van Sant says. But uh, but it was definitely um, I think it was like it was brewing for a long time. Yeah. Um, and what happened? Uh, that the reason why it's called Liguria is because I was in the northern Italian province of Liguria, um, and I just this was like I just put out the last album, and it was a crazy experience because between the recording time and the release show and everything was like about four months or something. And it was just like, I booked the release show before I even finished the mixing of the album and it was just crazy. And, um, but I'd never done a release of an album before. So I didn't, and also the recording session didn't even, st it wasn't like, I'm going to record an album. It was very much just, I had a free session at the funk house and then it, we just ended up getting a, some good, really good takes within a couple of hours. And then, uh, me and my mate, Michael Bennettson, who, uh, produce it with me he yeah we just worked on it um and then yeah all of a sudden it was an album mm -hmm. but um do you remember the moment when you were uh, where you were even when this song fell out of yeah, this, within Lugaria? yeah sorry i'm going off on tangents already so this <laughs> so i'd put the album out and then uh my brother and his then girlfriend had just moved here and uh i'd got a, successfully got a place to live for them and me which i was i thought was amazing because i was i was had a hard time trying to find a place for myself to live mm. uh so i was like wow hey guys you're coming from australia and i've even got your room sorted uh and that was for like four months so then that was just ending and then they found a place and then i was like well i don't know where i'm gonna go uh so i actually just went i was like i'm gonna go to italy because i haven't really been there on my own and uh, I don't know, I had a mate who had a farm down there and I thought I'll go down there. And yeah, and then I just went down and I had no plan. Uh, I just, and I got off uh, in, at Lago de Garda, which is near where my mate was. And I stayed there for a week or two and I just bossed around. I got a couple of gigs randomly just bosking around there. And then without an amp or anything, just like hanging out. And then um, kind of reminded me of the old school way I was traveling back in like from circa and late 20, 2009 to 2013 or 2014. That was kind of the way I was traveling. And um, yeah, and then I ended up in uh, whereabouts um, in Liguria with this friend of mine, old friend of mine, Mariana, and she picked me up 
and they were doing in the middle of the grape harvest for the wine and they just uh yeah we got drunk and i passed out in a tent uh in this on this farm like near finale lagura and then the next morning they just woke up and this was kind of like i used to have a thing for this uh for this girl too but that the song's not about her although maybe it no it's it was it's about a lot of it's about um I shouldn't have said that. No, oh, no, <laughs> no, Michael, this is this is fine. Like this, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. if this is a song that came from the big pencil in the sky, then it's it's still just an interpretation. Like no, all you have I mean is- the, the whole the whole thing is like I I kind of know. It's it's I can think of one or two. I can think of a couple of people suspects that, that it could be about. That I could apply it to, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like about any of them because it was like. It was really, uh, you know, those feelings that you have. They just, they just cut. They, they just come up. Um, you know, I was just. Uh, it was the morning, and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna go and stomp on some grapes." Uh, they just, I just woke up. I was in a daze, and uh, they, I had, you know, the mocha of coffee, a full mocha of uh, like espresso, espresso coffee, yeah. and uh, and then they gave me this ridiculously fat hash joint and it was really strong and then they were like do you think you'll be all right here for a while and i was like and the view was amazing looking out over the water and the hills and i was just like i think i'll be all right (laughs) and then and then i just added like a couple of tokes of that had this coffee and i was just looking out and then i picked up the guitar and i literally just like started playing liguria like i just started like it just I was I like playing what would end up being that song. Like it, it wasn't even like, it was. Yeah, it was super weird. It was wow. just like it just, just played it, and I out. and I was like, is that some other song or whatever? Yeah, and mm. then and then even the lyrics that all came at the same time and within like less than like pretty much the time that the song plays for, or you know, like less than ten minutes. It was just like pretty much the song, and then I just didn't really know. I was like, what the hell? And then I quickly got my phone out and I just, uh, and I just, I just got a smartphone. This is my first ever smartphone. I was a bit late to the game. This was, uh, 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I just got that. And then, uh, so, so do you I, think I, it, I, I was like, oh, I could take videos with this. This is pretty cool. Do like, you think you might have decent. lost it if you didn't have that thing to record um, it? Mate, uh, I, I, for sure. Like, actually, I, for that song, I don't even think I wrote down the lyrics or anything. Usually, I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty anal about like I want to. As soon as I got some lines that I think are good, I'm like writing them down pretty quickly, mm. you know, uh, or, or writing them down or put them in a phone or something. But usually, writing them down first. But. Uh, but yeah, for that one, it was just like, I just happened to have the phone there and I just like, just set it up. So there's like a thing on my Facebook where I just written it and like, that's literally, you know, some people are like, oh yeah, here's one that I like just wrote, da da da. Mm. But like that one is like so fucking fresh. Mm. It's ridiculous. Like I, I was like, I'm just put, filming to, to remember, to remember the, this thing. Were and then I, and I was like, I know, you know, cause you film cause you're like, okay, I want to just remember it. And then I kept looking back at it and being like, that's pretty much it. You know, I yeah. got the phrasing a little bit more yeah. like yeah. locked down and stuff, but I was like, that's kind of 
the fucking song. Nice. And then the harmonica came a bit later. Yeah. The, the harmonica was like, uh, that was more, yeah. I mean, I was, I kind of chuck, I like harmonicas. So I pretty much chuck it on anything. And then th this one was kind of like lending itself to it. And then, so that harmonica outro, that it kind of originally was just like super simple, just following the melody. And I think when I first tried to record it in Finland, about six months after that, I was playing with these session guys, not my band, except for Fritjof. And um, they were awesome, but it was like a... Di and I remember we, we just got into a vibe and then I... I yeah, I, I was like just grooving on it, you know? Like this bit where I kind of go up, that was the first time it happened and it was like when we were recording. And the, the bit where I do the long note too, which again, that wasn't like a... That only came like... Now it's like a thing that I do like every time. But I think I was bar busking it yeah, or something. I was, it was like super early on and I just was like getting into it and I was like sitting on it. And then I just, I, w I think my eyes were closed, but I could just sense everyone in the room was just kind of like, <laughs> like uh, had their kind of jaws open or something. Cause I was like, they're like, is this guy going to like die? Is he going to pass <laughs> the, the line? Is he going to like kill over? over? Like he's going to see something. He's still, he's still going on that yeah, note. Is that, but, uh, <laughs> is that intentional? Is he all right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think incredible. the first time I did it, or it might've even been this gig that we did together. I yeah. think it was at, uh, at Fabio's joint at the 800 A. It might've even been there actually. Fantastic. Cause I was like, I was in, I was on a three or four night trot of mm. gigs. And uh, I remember oh, I was I remember super hungover from yeah. the Barbobo gig the night before. You and wrote to me saying, hey, man, is it okay if I come like an hour and a half later? I'm like, of course, man. Come whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Is that right? <laughs> well, yeah. put you on left. Yeah, and fun. then I, I came and I think maybe it might have even been there where I did it for the first time. I just sat on this note because I remember there was like one guy coming up to me and he was like, whoa. you know. <laughs> and then I was like. Hmm, okay, maybe I should do that more often. And then you know, but that's but that's like that's that's more like the aesthetics of the song. The in terms of the writing of the song, I, what was your question? Well, the, <laughs> no, to be honest, uh, to be honest, I'm just so intrigued. This is why we I, the, this what, is why we have this whole show. It's just uh, I've always um, I've always found that like when you write something that you truly enjoy yourself, uh, and you're like oh, this one, I like a lot. It seems to be that you've had the less the least amount of say in it or, or so, yeah. you know the way this you use the tangents and expression but uh yeah, yeah I, i'm just weirded out by that so in a way i'm trying to just see if you have any insight of any any uh, notion of why you think that happens why does or certain songs fall place. out of you just fall <laughs> out and you don't know hash and some high octane caffeine yeah yeah a bit of hash and some high octane caffeine can't hurt but, <laughs> can't hurt for sure but also i guess this i was because what i was that whole preamble of like oh yeah i was you know put the album out and uh, da, 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 da. i was homeless for a month da, da, da. so then i so the whole preamble of that was i just come out of like a pretty significant pretty formative and significant long-term relationship right the 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 year before almost approximately like almost almost approximately so it was like an um, uh, uh, the the year like a year beforehand and um and i'd had like a several flings and several like uh I'd, and then i was in the states for three months and i just had this this uh yeah, I don't know. I was like, that that had something to do with it. 
it was like thinking on that, but it was also thinking on like some. I mean, the so- song's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I've been out of love like, for a long. Time. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's also like that. There, you know, that there's like a lot of ones that they got away. I kind of see it in the same light as the Lucy song. Yeah, it's kind of like the same. Mm. The same. It's in the same kind of wheelhouse as that in terms of like the, the the lyrical theme and the content and stuff and um so yeah and uh i don't know do you think that uh you know that uh because i i certainly write those type of songs too where you have like it's almost like it's not even someone specific it's almost like you mix them all together and then there's like there's the idea of this uh the love that that disappeared or whatever that you come back to every now and again and then you uh, do you think that there is a big risk involved in our type of lifestyle as a musician where you almost uh romanticize that type of lost love element because uh yeah i noticed that a lot of that's what i love about a lot of the like a lot of neil young songs or a lot of yeah actually i think at the time it's also subconsciously of course this song the music of other people that you're listening to at the time right whether you're directly ripping it up probably not hopefully not (laughs) i don't but uh but uh but uh but like you know there's songs because i think at that time there was like songs like when i just after i come out of that relationship and it it was like a year-long process of uh yeah of uh figuring it out and um and yeah you had songs like jackson brown's late for the sky Mm -hmm. or or Neil Young, like a like a uh, a lesser known one, like off comes a time, uh, peace of mind, and that even has like Liguria has like a similar vibe to that in terms of it's pretty much like you know yeah so what well, I don't know basically I'm everything going... on After the Gold Rush is a bit like that too yeah yeah, yeah. and, and then, so... he, he's he's definitely fond of it as well that 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 last love so is Tom Waits we always yeah. talk about it. so is. So so many. Why are so many good songs about that yearning for something like yeah that, that's gone? Or I mean, the up? thing is, like, I'm with all that stuff. I'm like terrible at it. I'm terrible at real life stuff. Yeah. With organizing myself, uh, with with being um, in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> with with uh, or even the, the getting to that point, <laughs> or uh, and. Uh, all the, all the things because you think that, up that on to, top of everything and like and uh but and i feel like the songs are um i hope they are because they could easily be seen as like oh woe is me but i no i think that there's like something more to them than that and i think people can take something out of them but there's definitely a lot of joy and solace in them too uh, yeah. i i was just uh saying in my head there sorry that uh the the notion that when you were a vagabond for so many years he's still it's still in a way are when you're gigging and going away yeah it's like you have to give up your home you have to give up everything you have to give up if you have a love or something you have to give them up for the road and have to go on so there's part of that in the in the in the vagabond life too mm. and so it's kind of like part of uh the whole scope of it it's it, it fits in a way to the style of music and writing that yeah. uh that seems to be so present in your music but i wonder um yeah. i wonder if uh i wonder what came first i i don't even think choice comes into it it's just part of well i think if, if you choose well also because like i don't know yeah the, the, you know did you do you choose to do this kind of life or does it choose you but 
but uh, I think uh, I had a really amazing thing to say just now, and I've completely just my my brain's just exploded Cause I just, on because I just didn't <laughs> but, know what to do. Is that it? So I was funny. about to say something extremely. You just have to. Assume, yeah, it was gonna, it was going to be profound. It's going to be deep. Believe, believe you me, but uh, but no, <laughs> but uh, no. Um, Oh, it's pressure. I'm feeling the pressure. Oh, but, man, there's uh, no pressure here. Uh, but, uh, no, if when you choose to do this life, I think the, the, the deeper you go into it, like all my songs back in the day, because I was just traveling around all the time, so all my songs back in the day were like, I've been on the road too long, and I, I didn't, you know, and uh, and now I'm like relatively, I'm not settled down, but I'm, kind of been based here for a while uh and i've done a lot of touring and traveling around still but um but yeah the deeper you go the more that you give into music and and trying to be like like you're living it mm -hmm. then um yeah the harder it is to do those normal life things i don't know maybe not because like there's people like Jeff Tweedy or something who seems to have it all kind of figured out but then that's someone who's successful <laughs> so like uh, I don't like I don't it's, know it's can, just can but I, I think that definitely I don't want to be saying like you have to be have problems or have uh, mental health issues or something to be like good at um, writing songs or to be good at music or to do something that's like because obviously that's bullshit yeah totally. um, mm -hmm. but, but you have to be self-reflective right yeah I have to be self-reflective and I guess a lot of people who are then also kind of maybe suffer from those other things you know it's yeah. just kind of it's just uh, it's, it goes with the territory but yeah. I don't know I didn't think I said anything that um interesting then no <laughs> that was great man no i loved hearing the um the origin of the song and i was there with you yeah with, uh, with the hash joint and the, uh, <laughs> the pot of coffee and the scene yeah, yeah. The, the scene was it's a beautiful scene but the thing is there's no recipe right like you could go back to that spot or an equally beautiful spot and get a hash joint and a big pot of coffee and you might not have that conduit to the oh, to the no. muse in the same way that it came out. So yeah, it was of the moment, right? Mm. Yeah. So there's no there, there is no recipe to get get that get those goods. All right. Well, that's the podcast over, guys. We're out of luck. <laughs> the muse, uh, we don't know how to get her. Sorry, and yeah. uh, that concludes her. Yeah. Those, those, those moments when those those songs do come like that, though, I've I have, there is like I'm trying to work it out. Like uh, there's no you can't work it out, but there are mm. like. I do sometimes feel something brewing. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's weird. You can't put your finger on it. And yeah. you can't be like, oh, I know the song's about to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't be like, <laughs> right, I better hold steady now. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. but there has been, I, if I look back also, but the mind plays tricks on you as well. So you, maybe I'm just trying to make sense of it. You know, I'm just mm. trying to be like, oh, I'm pretty sure I was, something was brewing before that one came or before this one came you know so don't you ever find that the in those type of ones they're, they're so rare but you almost feel like you're waking up in the middle of it or something like you're just yeah like, yeah the, do, do you ever feel that it's almost like a trance or something if for, like yeah. that very rare usually you're like oh yeah I'm this tune i'm working on this tune or whatever but 
the ones like that, Lagoria, where it just kind of fell out and had all the lyrics and had the melody. It's almost like you're just chasing it or something. Yeah. So in a way, like I don't know if it's too crazy to say it was brewing because it, yeah, even, no. it, like, cause it must. Otherwise, it would be if it was that fucking pissy easy. Then you know we'd be done. It would take us a week. We'd have an album. We'd be done. Yeah, then, you yeah. know, uh, but it doesn't. You're hitting your head against the wall. Other times, mm. I think that you gotta hit your head against the wall, and you gotta. Um, I think because you, you can't ever be, uh, you can never be too ready. Yeah, uh, it's like a what's the what's the lyric? Um, <laughs> are you trying to quote me? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, the one you're trying to quote, so uh, "Look for me when leaving." You were yeah. talking about it earlier. That's uh, that's like my uh, properly. I think the only song that fell out, fell out totally. Yeah, like it completely finished, fell out. Yeah, and uh, it's that it was. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing ever because I, I, I finished it. It was. It felt too easy. So uh, I was like, oh, I'll just throw, I throw, I threw it out. But yeah. I, but uh, I, and I was just playing the riff for one more time or something, and my, and uh, it's the one and only time this ever happened to me. Like roommate at the time, he knocked on my door, and he just barged in, and he's like, "What's that one?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know. It's a new one. I'm throwing it out." And he just said, "Don't you fucking dare!" And I yeah. just closed the door. <laughs> that that, that happened. That, that happened to it. me with a couple of early songs, like "Dreams Are Never Tasted" and uh, this one, "I Was Myself," and a couple of others. Where that I thought they were like simple or and they they were ones too where they just came like quickly and yeah. I was like, nah, yeah, something you yeah. don't trust. And it. then and then and then the, then other people were like, play that one. And then you're yeah. like, really? Yeah, and that then, one. Yeah. But that one was that, easy. There was yeah. this song. There's a song I was myself, which which uh, to this day, like a couple a couple of my bandmates, my bandmates never knew about it for a long time because it's like a super old song. And then I had someone in the crowd at one of these gigs who was my friend from like way back back in the day, and they like requested that song. Yeah. And then the, my bandmates were like, "What's that song?" And I was like, "Well, it's three chords. I can just play it. You guys just join." Mm. And then they were like, "They, they, they, they were like, uh, at least uh, yeah, they were all like getting into it, and they're like, dude, that's like a really good one.'" And uh, and uh, why don't why don't you play that one with us? And I was like, oh, it's too simple. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it it, it is weird. Like you, you just and that that song I wrote on the side of the road in fucking between Carrara and Broome, and I wrote it in like five minutes when I was just killing time. And I I played it a little bit, but I wasn't playing so many gigs back then. And then it was just kind of like I forgot about it for like yeah. two years. I didn't even and then. I had, but I had it in my notebook, and I remember just uh, I was with my mate Natty and my old little duo I had called Redtown Blues, and I was looking through an old notebook, and I started just playing uh, this tune, and because it's super easy and it's super simple, and like, and then he's like, I can play that, man, and then <laughs> and then people started liking it, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, you is. never you never know. You I I seen interviews with like Tom Petty and stuff too. Who like he's just like you gotta you 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 think like something's not that good and then everyone thinks it's pretty good and then you think something's really good and then sometimes people just ignore it and it's almost shit. <laughs> it's yeah like, i suppose it's, it's you never, overthinking right. uh, versus doing you know like it's yeah. like uh, it's like oh i'm gonna make this thing it's gonna be really intricate and interesting mm. and there we go that's it and then you overthink it and you kind of ruin it and then the other times you're just like 
it's all it's you know what you said you're always procrastinating i i find that the best songs ever you write 10 minutes before you have to be somewhere and you're oh being, yeah you're late you're late for something oh, fuck and yeah then, uh, the good yeah. good old feeling that song yeah. that happened that way i was on the way to the bloody graywood records christmas party gig, yeah and then i was just like i was just playing it again super easy song but like i was just kind of like Fuck, I think this is something. So much so that I worked it out and worked it out and I was like, oh, I'm so fucking late. Yeah. And then I got there and then I had to play it on stage, even though I'd like... Just to finish yeah, it. Yeah, and it was like fucked. It was like, it was the, totally bombed. Like, I mean, because it was... I'd, oh, I'd just come up with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'd barely like... Oh, I mean, it didn't bomb, but I was just... It was like pretty rough around the edges. But like, yeah. And same with that One More Time song. Yeah. I was like in the midst of recording here. And then I was like on the way here. I was already really late. I think Cameron was fuming. <laughs> and then, and then I the fucking song just come to me. Was I there that like, day? I remember one time I was uh, <laughs> I was in the famous gold watch, and uh, you were meant to be there to do something, and then. Uh, you were late, and then you were like, "Man, the muse was was there, so I had to be late." Ah, no, it must have been another song, but yeah, I remember you said to me, ah, the muse was there, so I had to, I had to stay and just do it." And I was like, "That's that's great, man." Because <laughs> I think that's uh, that's something as well. No, I mean Neil Young says that a lot of people like you and Tom Waits too. Uh, uh, Neil Young, he's just like, as soon as that that comes knocking, you whatever you're you in conversation it. or whatever, you just fuck everything else off and like i've got better at i've got because like sometimes i've lost so many you, yeah. you lose so many little things because you don't think you gotta the more that you give it give it time then then you realize that it can turn into something really it could be turned into something really good yeah but you, you gotta you chase uh, them down you gotta chase them down and you gotta be like pretty brutal pretty mm. like sometimes you can you might have to walk out of a conversation or you might have to or uh, just do whatever you got to do to get out of the thing that you're doing you know or it always happens on transport for me when i'm mm. riding the bike all the time on like or on a on a uh, definitely when i'm riding the bike for some reason i don't know i've got I've so many song ideas come when i'm riding the bike but uh or just walking around mm. actually and like uh yeah far out it's it's, it's crazy, bizarre. but the the I think the two so you can never like know how to harness one of those crazy big pen out of the sky songs. But I think the two things that you can do are when you do have some idea, be ready to just drop everything and and tend to it and give it the space that it needs. And then two, I think you should be trying to if you want to be a songwriter. You sh I mean, I'm I'm saying this and I'm not practicing it too much but um if you you should be trying to work on songs like every day yeah yeah because mm. like if you're working on songs every day or trying to finish songs every day even if you give yourself just a, an hour or two i mean ideally it would be way more than that but like then you then you've then you're in a you're well equipped for whenever those ideas do come I think you're like you're more of a well-oiled machine yeah. to be able to fucking take the good, take them and oh. take them and and take them where they should go. You know, a good a good uh, thing uh, for me is I have this weird thing. If I'm around people too much, I get a 
I get a little irritated or something. Like, oh, no, yeah, I love people true. more than anything, but if I'm around people too long, I'm like, I get all this pent up something going on. Yeah. And then, um, and then my go-to thing is you sit with the guitar and you relax. So it's like it's like yeah. this ta- thing. It's like oh, it's just me and this piece of wood. Yeah. And it's and it, it used to be so much easier when it was just um, uh, when I was fifteen or something. You'd live with your mother or whatever, and it has to be quiet. And she'd go to bed or something. You're like it's just yeah. me and this piece mm. of wood. Yeah. And there's nothing else. But mm. now it's like even if you have flatmates or a girlfriend or something there. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's watch TV, and you're like, but where, where does the solitude come? And, yeah, and with the boredom comes the piece of wood, and with the piece of wood comes the music, mm. and I don't know, it's weird that uh, you can just get a song out of that equation. I find yeah, it d- definitely. I, I also you're saying when you're a kid, like I remember when I was writing songs when I was pretty young, uh, and still it was many years before I just tried to even sing in front of people um yeah you'd be waiting for the time when no one was around yeah like, i don't know i'd be like i didn't want anyone to hear me no not you know? at all and, i still don't want and to I, i'm i'm getting better like it's cool living with alex because like i well he's away now for six months but um for those playing at home, that's my brother. Um, but uh, thanks for that, Michael. Yeah, yeah. That was our job, and we yeah. totally fucked it up. No, but uh, but it, but uh, uh, and I'm pretty comfortable with him hearing me sound like an idiot. Um, I've got we got a new subletter in now, and I think she's she's think come I, to terms with it. Yeah, no, she, I think she likes the idea that I'm playing music, so I think it'll be all right. Good, yeah. But uh, but yeah. It is. I mean, it would be cool to have, like, that would be one good thing about having your own place, just because, like, you never think about that. Totally. You know? Okay, now we're going to introduce your other song, and it's going to be played right now. Such a force of nature, no to stop you if they try. And I don't know what I'm gonna do on the day I eat that. It is more than the music, it's the look that's in your eyes. You're such a force of nature, and you don't have to tell me why. The first time that I heard that growling Gibson for again, I was taken to a place. Where I didn't know my name But behind that trooper bottle Got me through the yellow haze Till I found myself in the barn Ready for gun It was there I knew I was one Your albums to the 70s I just could not for one They're my bread, they're my butter They're my home for life on the run The first time I saw you playing I was with my father, you with old friends Second time was even better I was high We were in Berlin If I hadn't have been so late Would have slept on that two bus But if I had met you If I would have been out a bit too much I don't know what I would have said all what we would discuss But if I had the chance again I would try to find the words to say 
Such a force of nature, no can stop you if they tried And I don't know what I'm gonna do on the day I died It is more than the music, it's the look that's in your eyes You're such a force of nature and you don't even have to Try. And I know there's almost no way that you'll ever hear this song yeah. Even if you did, you'd probably Think it's a bit too long You always knew how to get the point of things That ever wasting the word I'm still here open to matters Trying to write the best thing I never heard yeah. Such a force of nature Don't stop you if they tried And I don't know what I'm gonna do On the day I died It is more than the music, it's the look that's in your eyes You're such a force of nature and you don't have to tell me why And you don't even have to try And you leave me wondering why Okay, we just heard Force of Nature. Do you want to tell us uh, the story behind that one? Um, yeah, so this one uh, is... Um, well, because you were saying like you were... Does it have an idea or is yeah, it because yeah, like the other one was more just like fell out of me. And this one, in some ways it did too, but it was a little bit more uh, thought in, in it. Um, with this one, so it's kind of, uh, for those playing at home, this is my latest single coming out on February 14th. That might have been in the past. That probably is in be. the past. That's I'd probably, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just came Come out, on, kids. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, and that one's like, uh, totally written in the pretty much the same time as Liguria. It was on that same, I wrote like a batch of songs on that one trip. Sometimes you can not write anything that good for a long time and then you've just got a, a period of a few weeks or days or months where you're churning out a lot of stuff. I, th I think I had a period just lately between Christmas and, and now where I've been writing a lot as well. I don't know if it's that good, but we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, with Force of Nature, it came out... Um, Liguria was about midway through that trip and then Force of Nature was just at the end of the trip. Um, and I was on a bus uh, from Rome to the airport, Fimicino Airport, and I was about to fly back to Berlin. And I don't know. It just... The words all... That all came like... This one is one where the words came before the music. Really? Yeah. So the words were all um, 
usually most of my songs are kind of about the, the words and the music kind of come at the same time or at least the hook or you know the the chorus or or a cool line or something like that usually it's all at the same time um and then maybe you 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 uh you um kind of work out the the, you know you craft it away at it but kind of um, work together yeah but uh the this one the 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 words came at the uh yeah and i had the tune of uh leonard cohen suzanne in your head I when had, you were writing to when it? i wrote when i wrote the words i just had that in my head so the, that I was the rhythm. Such a force of nature. Ah, wow. Yeah, super weird. It's about Neil Young. Yeah, it's though, about right? Neil Young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I it took Leonard Cohen's mouth. No, at <laughs> first, I don't know when I first wrote the first verse. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had the original, mm. uh, what I wrote, because I, it's in like a notebook that I have. Uh, damn, I should have brought that in. Uh, cause then I could work it out, but, mm. um, there, I think it was, I don't know if it, 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 I think I started writing this thing and then pretty quickly, I think there was like a word or two, uh, oh no, maybe actually, I think it was about Neil Young from the get go. Was it? Yeah. Because I remember now subconsciously, uh, there was like a Tom York interview, uh, talking about Neil Young and like the his appeal and why he finds him inspiring as a, as a performer and a musician and songwriter and about like, uh, and he said something like, Oh yeah, he's just like a pure force of nature. Mm. And that must've stuck in my head. And then, uh, yeah. And I was writing it down. And then in the first verse, it's like, um, it ends with, and you don't have to tell me why, which is like, there's tell me why on the, after the gold rush. And then I think I had that first verse down and yeah. And then it, all the other verses just wrote themselves. And I had like these little references to other Neil Young songs, like uh yellow haze from, from like after the gold rush and um, uh, what else? Um, uh, hope, hoping that it matters like from borrowed tune. That's and, one of my favorites. Um, just a few little, a few, a few like, um, just references and that all got yeah i just wrote it all yeah and i guess a lot of the greats were dying in that year too so i just was like that was, it was just a super year, just like confessional mm. confessional uh, thing of like oh yeah um i don't know what i'm gonna do i mean it's pr- again pretty self-explanatory yeah. and then the funny thing was like a week or two later or maybe two weeks later or something uh, Leonard Cohen passed away. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, I wrote, wrote this. And then I started, when I started performing it in front of people, I was like, oh, this one's about like the kind of looking up to the greats and, you know, Leonard Cohen. And I actually had the tune of Suzanne in my head, you know. But the, the music came later when I got I got home. I, I thought I liked, <laughs> I liked the words and I got home and we were in a new place uh, this brand, like a place that we live in now, which is awesome. And, uh, I was just like, whoa, and feeling like just so refreshed. And, and then, uh, yeah, the next day I just picked up the guitar and I just did this droney thing. And, uh, then that's, it just all came together. And the rest I, is history. Yeah. I thought it was like, I was like going for a sun kill moon kind of thing, 
you know that's what i was like when i did this with the dissonance i was like oh yeah it's kind of like sun kill moon but maybe i was the only one who thought that <laughs> i don't listen to that song but yeah that was you like showed me so that was like more of a that was more of a put together song you know but it seems to be one that people find people dick catchy hmm. i got i got one mate who hates that song yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good Absolutely. mate though if they tell you. I like that. No, I like yeah, when yeah, people tell me song. they're like, nah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Did he say one. hey I hate that song? Yeah. Yeah, he said he hated it. Oh, well. No, no, but I Hate's was, a strong I was word. asking uh, no, he said that I because uh, I was asking him to rank all the the what he thought of all those album songs and like this is before I made it into an album size, so it was like twenty two songs. I probably sent it to you guys. You did, too. you sent it to uh, me. Too. It was like a and then uh, and then he was just like ranked them. And he's like the first category, first tier, second tier, third tier. And then he said the fourth tier of uh, hatred, hell or something. <laughs> and like, uh, and he put that song in it. And I was like, oh, I'm you're gonna, like, I'm gonna put this song in the album yeah, just to spite. Yeah, you're, gonna, <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna make that a single. Yeah, yeah. Actually, go. I wasn't gonna make yeah. it a single, but then I was like, but he started gritting on me. No, I was like, oh well. Actually, it's about the single length, and I got a lot of long songs. So I was like, "Yeah." And then, like, a lot of people told me that they thought it was good. Like, they, they're like, "Oh, that's really good." So I was like, "All right, it should be a single." But nice. Well, there you go. Now we have it. We figured out everything. We've uncovered the conscious and subconscious mind of Michael Brinkworth, and he is totally lovely. And we love you dearly. Thank you very much for doing the interview, man. What a ride, man. What a ride. Thank you. Thanks. And yeah. happy birthday, brother. Again. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Have it large. It was, a, it was a pleasure to have this chat with you. And uh, I can't believe I talk your ears off so much. And uh, It was beautiful. And, um, yeah. Come back soon. I'll be, uh, yeah, be happy to. Thank you for listening to Confronting the Muse hosted by myself, Kill Kelly, alongside Cameron Hazard and Joe Marshall. A special thank you to Cameron Lang for recording it at the famous Gold Watch Berlin. If you would like to support any of the artists featured, the best thing you can do is buy their music or give a monthly donation via Patreon if possible.